Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs postgame show podcast presented by PointsBet. Use that promo code CHGO when you sign up. To get two risk-free bets up to 2000 bucks. Cody Del Mendo, Luke Stuckmeyer, and hopefully later Ryan Herrera from beautiful Wrigley Field, where the Cubs were shut out in the first of five games against the Cardinals. The beauty of this one, <laughs> less than three hours, Cody. You don't get one games like this very often. If you're going to lose to the Cardinals, lose quickly. Yeah, I mean, can we spin zone it? It's just nice to win the time or just... Yeah, we, we won the time yeah, game. It's just it's nice to win one, guys. Something uh, positive. You know, we watched a guy who should have retired like seven <laughs> years ago but didn't because he's he's one of the – was given one of the worst contracts ever, uh, you know, hit a homer because he's mashing off lefties right now. He's having a hot three or four weeks, you know. Caught him at the wrong time. I give credit where credit is due. Dude's almost a 700 homers. I'll give credit where credit is due. I'm not a – I'm not a sore loser. I'm not a guy who, you know, finds a reason to hate for every little thing. I am stating, though, that he has been washed for nine years, and that's not even like, like, it's not even like, like, like slander. It's actual facts. You just go to fan graphs and look at it. He's so. been good against lefties uh, for a couple weeks. Yeah. Basically. Pretty much it. Congratulations, dude. And it's so Cardinals. It really is. And that's what pisses me off the most because he's. He's really been bad last five years. Goes to the Cardinals for this fraudulent-ass uh, retirement tour, and he has a 140 WRC plus uh, in his limited time playing this year. I, so I hate it. We got to give here. Jack R on the chat credit. He called it pregame show. <laughs> Pujols bomb. It wasn't really a bomb. Uh, what was uh, what it Dong said? Uh, nowhere else. Oh, yeah. Wood at Dong said that it would have been a home run at Wrigley Field and nowhere else. That's just what they said. But that's the only place Ryan that loves, in this Ryan one. loves that account. Ryan loves the Wood at Dong. I don't website. believe in that account, but if it's going to say it, then I'm going to. I don't even I'm know if it's factual, you know, I'm right? just. Yeah. That, Ryan's the guy who, you know, he's at the ballpark. He said that that account matters. <laughs> Uh, he said that, it, or that account yeah, said it only said, he calls it legit. He says it's legit. Yeah. Uh, Joe Martinez <laughs> says praying on their downfall in October. I hate the Dodgers even more. Do you hate the Cardinals more than any other team in the National League? Absolutely. Yes. Uh, yes. There's no other team I hate more. Their fan yeah, I'd rather base see is the Brewers absolutely win. like unbearable. Like everything about them, they are the 
the worst fan base in all of sports, even though Forbes likes to write these stupid articles ranking fan bases. Poor and Drew. that's just one time, but whatever. You get what I'm saying. <laughs> I loathe them. I loathe them for rivalry reasons. I loathe them because I grew up surrounded by a bunch of people who love them, and I want to be different. So this is what it is. It's just one game. You know who's won a World Series sooner? The Cubs. You know who doesn't celebrate World Series that were won, like, before, like, black people were allowed to to be in the major leagues? Not me. (laughs) I don't talk about 1908. But they like to tell me about 11 rings. They haven't won one in, like, 10 years. 11 years, 12 years, whatever. Do you want me to keep going, Stucky? No, no, it's all right. (laughs) Because I know the bigger one's still coming. Uh... (laughs) Those were just little angina uh, moments there. The, the big, big grabber still on the way. Uh, Drew Smiley deserved better in this game. Really. He did. I mean, the Pujols homer, like Everyone's, I said, what right. Dong says, Everyone's gonna wasn't talk really about... a home run in most ballparks. Right. He made one mistake, and it wasn't even near the zone, and the guy hits number 693. Other than that, seven innings, one run, six strikeouts. Again, too bad they couldn't have traded him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of teams have to wish that they had traded for yeah. Drew Smiley. Like, he's been really good since coming back. And he was, like, solid enough, like, during, like, you know, the beginning of the year where you thought maybe you could get, like, a low-A guy for him or something like that. But, like, now he's, like, he's out there shoving. And we're talking about, like, Paul Goldschmidt went 0 for, for tonight. Yeah. That guy's going to win the NL MVP. That guy's actually deserving of some freaking celebration on that team, unlike their fraudulent re- retirement tour. Like, he went over for tonight, and we and they lost. Like it's, it's frustrating because the Cubs couldn't score and run. Credit to Jordan Montgomery for just outdoing yeah, him. Good. I'll give him the credit. He was good. And you know, I I don't know why the Yankees wanted to trade that guy. Like he was solid for them. I don't. What's Harrison Bader doing for your team? That guy is like a fourth outfielder at best. Like how? Like how do the Cardinals like like? How do they do this to all these other... It's voodoo. It's voodoo. They have voodoo I don't get it. I genuinely don't get it how they do this shit like that. It doesn't make any sense. Why would you trade your starting... One of your... Like, at least a solid depth starting pitcher for a fourth outfielder at best? He's never been more than that. Never. Mike Dubb says, what a boring homer from a boring team (laughs) from a boring city. Uh, you mentioned like teams probably regret, listen, they were worried that he was hurt maybe, or maybe they just weren't interested, but like teams should be angry that they didn't sign Drew Smiley. All you have to do is look across town on the South side. Absolutely. Kopech comes out of the game on Monday injured. Uh, Giolito has been a total liability. You don't know what you're getting from, uh, they could have used the depth of Drew Smiley, at least being around and they could have stashed him at AAA. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. A lot of teams. Wouldn't have heard it, you know. I, I I'm just surprised no one won him based. Season. I'm surprised no one won him based off just the fact that he, I mean he just won the World Series with the Braves last yeah. year. Like he has playoff experience. He's shown that he's healthy most of, you know, man. Most I of the feel season. like if he was back two weeks earlier, you would have been able to trade him. Yeah, maybe get like one or two more starts. In but there. I also thought you're going to be able to trade happen Contreras, but the price was not right. So yeah, well you know it is what it is. I and and as far as Pujols goes. Has he been washed up big time? Was he worth been the washed contract? For 10 years, no, dude. but I don't hold contracts against any player. If some dumb team wants to give you that amount of money for those years, 
that's their problem. Maybe they made the most out of it in promotions and sale, jersey sales and all those other things. But I, I, if whatever they're willing to pay you, that's what you're worth. But I don't hold it against him. He is, he is a great hitter. He has been a below-average player for a long time. He's been dragging yeah. out his career. Quite a bit. He's only really been in the league because he, you know, he was on that contract and like, no, the Angels waited forever to DFA him. I mean, it's like similar with the Cubs and Jason Hayward. Yeah, very similar. Like that's basically what it is. I'm not. I'm not taking anything away from Albert Pujols. He's a Hall of Famer as his career. Like yes, he's always he's always been a guy that I always thought was going to go to the Hall of Fame. I just think that like, I, I just the only reason he's even close to 700 home runs is just because teams have just been carrying him, carrying him, and. Like I'm not being a hater. You can go look at the stats. He has been off bad the game over for over. a long time, for like literally Negative almost war. a decade. <laughs> like he earned the contract, good for him. But like he was the best player on the planet for a decade, and then completely fell off the earth. That's basically what happened. That's not even like that's not me being salty. That's not me like making shit up. You can go look at the numbers. Now, speaking of numbers and, and the Cardinals, and I, I know this has been brewing. We touched on it in pregame. I know it's been brewing for a while. Um, I'm just going to give you a sentence. You tell me whether it's true <laughs> or false. Okay. Yadi Molina is a fraud. True. Yadi Molina is a first ballot Hall of Famer. False. Now, we have, we have the fraud thing we can prove. <laughs> because I get pamphlets in the mail all the time on this fraud. In, you know, watch out for fraud. It's a warning signs of fraud. And the first one I got, look at this. Do you know the warning signs of fraud? It's a pamphlet I used to keep at my desk at my old job, so I knew what the warning signs <laughs> oh, of fraud were. <laughs> I never looked closely enough until Joey told me today. He's like, have you looked at that pamphlet? I looked closely, and I was like, my goodness, they all, they all look like Yadier Molina. Yeah. Uh, well, you know. You, you, you have great uh, despise for this man. Oh, yeah, because he's a fraud. I've been told year after year that this guy's a team guy. I've been told year after year that he's the greatest catcher of all time. Hell, I've been, I've been told he's, he's the, you know, just the greatest, uh, you know, baseball player ever because uh, I've been told that, they, that Cardinal fans wouldn't trade him for Mike Trout. And I... That's just what I've been told. I've been told this many times by many people, man. Like, I don't make this shit up. It's just, that's just what I've been told. Now, you, then you, you, apparently he owns a basketball team in Puerto Rico and decides, like, I'm just going to leave the team for a couple of days. But he's been, I've been told by the national media that he's the, one of the greatest team guys ever, but he's going to leave his team in the playoff race to go, to go, uh, <laughs> it to, means to a go lot watch his, his means to a watch lot his, to his hometown team. and to his team. What, what about the one do? that's paying him $10 million? Yeah, what about the team that's paying him? The one that he's been Fraud. giving all his, all his time to, Luke. I mean, come on, man. I don't get it. Sounds F- about right. R-A-U-D. <laughs> uh, you cannot leave a team that is paying you $10 million to go watch a basketball you team. You can't get away with it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, you know, in you the want, middle of a pennant race. Absolutely. You can't keep getting away with it. He's hitting 188 since he blocked me on Instagram. Which he blocked me on Instagram for like the dumbest reason. I didn't even like call him a name or anything. He's just soft. Like, I don't know. He, Newman 30's a Redbird fan. 
Oh, yeah. He's in my Instagram live right now, leaving comments. Um, <laughs> what do you call it? Hello, I, Newman. You want to talk about the stats? He's a good friend of mine from high school. I'll, I'll, I, You're going to let it slide? I'm, I'm going to let it slide. I'm going to let him be who he wants to be. It's fine. He has a kid on the way. Like He's going to be oh, a dad. Congratulations, Newman. He's going to be a dad. Like He's one of my close friends. I'm going to... He knows that I want to do this, so he's just going to have to let me do it. One, because it's my show and your show, and I'm going to do whatever I want Oh, it's here. your show. <laughs> Thank Tonight, you. it is your show. Uh, sure. You know, I was talking about Pujols' stats. I mean, the fact, if, you, if, if anything, if there are any other Cardinal fans in here, it's like you, your team just won 1-0, to zero and you're in the Cubs. You're in a Cubs podcast live show. I'm, We're trying to lose, but he's your I, friend. I, I'm, I'm Newman's like, your yeah, friend. You know, if, I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about right, other people. the others. All right? Like, if there's any other Cardinal fans, like, do we live rent-free in your head that much or utilities-free, as I like to call it these days? But, you know, I was looking at, you know, I was talking about Pujol stats. Like, uh-huh. Yadi Molina, in 12 of his 19 seasons, been below-average offensive hitter. There's really nothing special about him outside of the defense. And I've been told many times that people go to the Hall of Fame when they're good in all facets of baseball. I mean, Buster Posey did it all. I've been told that Yadi Molina is the greatest catcher of our generation. And it's just like, hmm, hmm. I saw Johnny Bench play. Yeah? I didn't. I'm not as old as you. I know. That makes me old. But I did see it once. <laughs> uh, Gary Carter was better, too. Yeah. So, you know, I just, listen. If these guys were like, you want to use Chicago, Stucky? When Michael Jordan retired, that guy was still balling. Still, the first balling. time for sure. Even when he came back, even when he came back with the Wizards, which we don't like to talk about, he's still better than a lot of guys in the league. Yeah, most guys in the league. These guys, these guys have been washed for years, and they've just been like, like, like. Sure, you wanna you wanna put Yadi Molina in the Hall of Fame one day? Sure, fine. Just because he played forever, he's the Frank Gore of baseball. Congratulations. There's nothing. He's never done anything special. Nothing that like. People are going to remember him for, except for throwing guys out. You know how many other catchers do it? Like, all of them that make it to the major leagues. Congratulations. Oh, no one runs on him anymore? Yeah, because no one steals bases anymore. We talk about all the time about yeah. how the Cubs try to steal too many bases, Stucky. Yeah, they're, in, they're living in the past. <laughs> Joey Votto should be a Hall of Famer over Yachty, says Jack Hart. Well, obviously. That one's I'm, not even close. <laughs> the better comment is Tyler, really. No offense to Jack R. Jason Kendall, better than Yachty or Molina. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. The high, Form, yeah, I'm J- sorry, former Cub, former Jason Cub. Uh, Jason, I believe Jason Kendall has a higher B-War. I mean, we're a fan grabs podcast, according to Corey and Brendan, but, you know, whatever. We want to go B-War, that's fine, too. Uh, you know, listen, <laughs> my, that's always just been my thing. Like, this, like I just wish they would have retired, year, like, years ago because they, they've, they've been – They've been washed for years, like this retirement tour. Like, Michael Jordan was great, and he deserved what he did because he was still playing at elite level at the time that he retired. That's why I mentioned David Ortiz when we were sitting over there earlier. Like, the guy only retired because he couldn't run the bases anymore. Albert Pujols almost got thrown out at first base by Ian Happ, who's in left field tonight. Like, I don't know what else to say. I don't, like, I think I got it all out of my system. There's only two comparisons I can think of in Chicago sports history. One would be Dennis Rodman going to Vegas all the time and going out boozing and he need to go to vacation. Phil Jackson's like, all right, go whatever, you know. Yeah. But that was Dennis Rodman. Yeah. Without Dennis Rodman, they're winning nothing. He was the greatest defensive player in the game. 
And Michael Jordan was like, let him go. Yeah. Okay, so he had the approval of the king. Mm-hmm. The other one, I saw Dom, our friend Dom say on Twitter, and this totally is true. Sammy Sosa takes a lot of grief for leaving the ballpark before the game was over when he was told he could. And he's, there's not going to be let back in the franchise. They're not going to let him back at Wrigley Field. He's oh, yeah. hated. Absolutely. Yeah, he's, hated, he's hated by the franchise. I, I could go on a bigger rant about this that. This guy's than in this, the middle of this, a pennant race. These two. And he's going off to see a basketball team where we don't know a single player or a single guy in the league. And he's leaving to go watch a meaningless basketball game that's important to his town. Wonderful. Important to him because he's invested in the team. Wonderful. You're getting paid $10 million to play on this baseball team. Whether or not you were going to be in the lineup. Forget the fact, all the stats that show that he's not Jason Kendall. <laughs> that you tell me over and over, like, you beat me over the head with this. Yadier Molina is a fraud. He's not a first ballot Hall of Famer. But then I got the pamphlet in the mail. When uh, I saw that he went to watch this pamphlet, basketball game. The pamphlet game tells all. In the middle of the season. What, what else could you leave? When you're getting paid $10 million, what else could you leave your $10 million job for that would just be absolutely ridiculous? I don't know, Stucky. Pretty much anything. Yeah. Every, every single option is ridiculous. <laughs> Only like a family member funeral is acceptable here. Or the birth of a child. Yeah. What, what, what other... <laughs> he went to the Aaron Water show. He couldn't make it. Like... Yeah. That's... That, or yeah. Aaron C. show. Whoever you listen to. <laughs> All right. All I right. feel you better. Enough? You feel I got, better? I got it. I got it all out of my system because I did. I just, you know, I'm told he's the greatest team guy, blah, blah, blah. But he leaves the team for a couple days ago, watches basketball team he owns. It's fine. You know, whatever. I got it out of my system. I'm sure there'll be another one at the end of the year when the Cubs stupidly, like, honor him on the stupid video board undeservingly because no one wants to see that shit. The Cubs will do it, though, but they won't welcome back Sammy Sosa. And then I'll go on a rant about that. Whatever. I... I just, I loathe them. I absolutely loathe them. And if people want to hate me for that or give me a ton of shit about that on the internet, I genuinely could give two fucks. Genuinely. You know why? Because I turn my notifications off, so I don't see them anyway. So congratulations for yelling at the freaking clouds, which I just did because it's my show and I can do whatever I want here. Thanks. There goes our PG rating. Dab. Boom. Uh... What is this show of PG rating, Stucky? Who did you, who did you uh, bet on other than uh, Yachty Molina to get a hit tonight? I did not bet happen, on Yachty Molina to get a hit. I did bet on Nolan Arenado to get a hit because he's actually someone who deserves to be in the Hall of Fame one day. Um, and Paul Goldschmidt, who, again, went over and somehow we lose this game. I, I freaking, whatever. Fuzzy, Jordan Montgomery. Fuzzy Dunlop. Uh, I like you. Anyway, I made the bet on points bet. Sportsbook. It's my favorite app. I wake up every day. I get on it, you know, think about hip parlays and stuff. And points bet sportsbook is counting down the days until the football season with a new offer every day until the season kicks off. From now until September 8th, points bet power hour will unlock a new daily offer from 12 to 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Set on pregame. Sean got a $5 free bet during this power hour yeah. uh, for soccer. He bet on something from the EPL, I believe, and he won. And you can do that, too. It's such a great deal. I'm like, I don't know why I know. Like, if you're in this chat and you haven't signed up for points yet, then, like, what are you even doing? What are you even doing? Sign up for points now using code CHGO to also get risk-free bets up to $2,000. Don't 
miss out on your chance to get daily access to free bets, boosted odds, and so much more now through September 8th. But that's not it. If you make a 51 or more first-time deposit, you receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content. You even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO Locker. Download the PointsBet app today and use code CHGO to, da- to take advantage of this limited-time offer. Don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services. Hit parlay, lost. All right. To sum it up. Uh, got little t- Yumper. Oh, oh, you oh yeah. Little, let's ad? do the super chat real quick. Little Yumper, little Yumper. 499. Yachty Fierce Cody. Cody. I hope so. I hope that guy has actually heard of my name out there. Like, I'm always going to play the shtick about him blocking me on Instagram because I just think it's hilarious that he got so bothered by my, like, comment where I just said that I disagree because uh, he was crying about some shit because he didn't win a gold glove one random year. But if he were to find out who I actually am, I think that would be, I, I feel like I would have then finally made it. Like people, you know, Stucky, people keep asking me, like, do you feel like you made it? And I, I, I feel like I will, there are two, re, two ways where I feel like I actually made it in this industry. Uh-huh. And that's when Obvious Shirts makes, it, makes me a, I'm ready to be heard again shirt. Okay. And if Yachty actually like starts replying to me on it, like if he starts talking about me somewhere or something. Yeah, he won't like now. He's blocked you and never see you again. But if like someone asks him about me in like the media or something, like Ryan Herrera, for instance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ryan Herrera. Ryan. Like Ryan just blew off all the post-game interviews tonight and went over to Yachty and be like, what do you think about uh, Del Mendo? Yeah, what do you think about that guy? Who? Who? Cody Delmetrics. <laughs> don't act like you don't know who he is. Yeah, yeah. He's been passing out fraud pamphlets with your face on it all over Chicago. Uh, I got to tell you about Owen, which stands for only what you need. Owen is a 100% plant-based protein shake that gives you nutrition that works as hard as you do, and all their products are free of artificial ingredients, allergen-friendly, no gluten, no dairy, easily digestible, all things we can't say about Yachty or Molina. And I first heard about Owen from Chicago Bears quarterback Justin Fields, who follows a plant-based diet. Owen and CHGO have partnered up to give you an awesome offer. You can get 20% off your first purchase at liveowen.com. That's L-I-V-E-O-W-Y-N.com with the code CHGO20. Join me and Justin Fields. Try Owen only what you need. My guy Kyle's in the chat, and he's like, is this a show about the Cards or the Cubs? So I guess, you know, if we want to talk about the Cubs, we can. Like, we do talk about the Cubs a lot on here. Let me just confirm but like, you, you Like, we, we, really, we, really, we really heightened up the the slander tonight. I, and I personally love it. Like I, if I could, I might like rewatch the first half of the show tomorrow, like while I'm on the treadmill, just to increase yeah. my, my like, you know, energy. But, and know. here's, here's the deal. They got one hit. We can't one spend hit. too yeah, what much is there time. What do we can't the talk team a whole stinks. lot about? Like we got an hour to fill. There's going to have to be more than Cubs talk when you get one hit. <laughs> yeah. We, we know when the team's bad, they're yeah. trying to lose. Are they? Well, the, the players aren't trying to lose, but the front office hasn't necessarily gone all out to win either. That's okay. That's better. That's better. well said. Yeah, the players well are never trying. Yeah. And I appreciate that, that they are playing, really, the stretch, what is that, 9 of 14 they've won? Yeah. Played it's a good well, stretch. I give, them, I give them credit uh, for playing hard, although they should, but I still give them credit for it. And I give David Ross some credit. You know, we've been wondering whether he's a good manager, all these things. 
And I've said it's way too early to judge that because of the roster he's been given. I do like the fact that the environment that he has built around this team has led them to still being competitive and some of the young guys coming up and teaching them to play the right way. So those are positives. I mean, you know, the offense was obviously bad, but, I mean, the bullpen was much better after yesterday too. The bullpen blew it yesterday. So, you know, Kerwin Castro, Joey's guy, like, you know. And then uh, who else came in? It was Castro and some other guy. Cassie came in. Cassie. Newcomb was in. Cassie, Castro. Oh, oh okay. Call him yeah. Cassie. Yeah, my bad. Sean Newcomb. Newcomb. Yeah, Braves legend. And, uh, you know. Chavez trade. <laughs> yeah, the, the Jesse Chavez trade. <laughs> what was your favorite part of the Jesse Chavez era? Both eras together. Um, yeah, so, I mean, at least you got that. Drew Smiley again, we already kind of talked about it a little bit. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I still think this, the, the future's bright, I, I, you know. It's good to hear about Canario getting called up to yeah. Iowa, Brennan Davis heading to South Bend. Like, there's some guys coming. We knew this year was, you know, going to be whatever. Um, but, man, this division stinks, and I wish this team was better. Looks like we lost our softball game tonight. Just throwing it out there. Um, Joey, can we take a look at the video that is going viral on – the interwebs tonight of this Yankees fan, I think this is staged. But if it's not, is this gross or creative? And for those of you not watching on YouTube, there he is sitting in his Jordan Lowe's. And a man bent over in the Yankees head. He takes out a straw, takes out his he hot dog. He's wearing Jordans. Not his hot dog. He takes out a hot dog. <laughs> and he sticks the straw through the hot dog, knocking out the middle of the hot dog. Then he takes that hot dog with a hole in the middle of it. That's so disgusting, And he sticks it into his beer, and he proceeds to drink his beer through the holy hot dog. Yeah. Is that a creative way to have your hot dog and your beer? Is it a way to flavor your beer? Yeah. To have that ballpark taste, or is it just uh, absolutely gross? I think it's absolutely gross, and it sums up New York. Man, um, that's disgusting. The only thing more disgusting than New York is St. Louis. Sean's saying, Luke, come sit in the bleachers with us bums and recreate that. I am never <laughs> going to drink a beer through a holdout hot dog. That is so nasty. Like, there are... You know what really is kind of a terrible smell is hot dog water. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I hate that. Whoa, That's actually like a term that uh, people around my age use to describe things that they don't like, Luke. Like hot they, dog water? Yeah, that's, that's a bunch of hot dog water. Or a bunch of dog water. That works, too. Dog water? Yeah, dog water. If you're looking to sound this more This guy hip, just made his beer, which sometimes beer, you know, depending on the beer, doesn't taste great anyways. He just made a beer taste like beer with... Hot dog water. How can he... A steamed Vienna what, beef. The, the other question to this is how could he be wearing, or not wearing, eating that, but then also wearing Jordan one Jordan 1s? Like, I think it's staged. There's no like, way somebody like was what? sitting next to it what and happened to be like, that, brother? hey, I'm going to record this. Like, I just noticed this guy taking out a straw. We better get my camera going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was staged. They knew the guy that was doing it. Yeah. And he's got idiots like us putting it up on our podcast. Perhaps, yeah. That's fine. We gave him the clicks. We Congratulations. Him the clicks. We got a super chat up there. We got another super chat? Another one from Tyler Troxel. I hope I said your name right, bro. He says, been listening on Spotify for a while. First time live. 
Keep up the great work, guys. Great content day in and day out. We stinks, but y'all make it fun. Yeah. Hope the Cards fans in the chat see that and say and can tell that we're kind of good at what we do. Now, here's what I would like to see. I don't. I am never going. Just so you know, I'm not. There's there's no amount of money you can pay me to drink a beer through a dirty hot dog. Oh no. Okay. What I would like to see is maybe we set up. Um, Good. Joey might do it. I I just can't understand. Like, what? I understand you think that it's like staged, and it probably is. But I like, staged. Like, who even comes up with the idea of doing right? That? That's demented. <laughs> like, that's what's demented. Like, what? Are, like, what are we doing? If we are we all in search of creating content? Is it got this bad, guys? Has it got this bad? I feel like we could find four people here at CHGO uh-huh. who would do like a Kobayashi type challenge of who could drink the most beer through a hot dog yeah in two minutes i think we got people that would do that i'm not one of them not you luke it's not gonna be me who would do it sean would do it oh yeah he just shaved his head head on the air yeah yeah sean pack pack well well Mm. mm, it's not healthy so maybe he would uh, oh, Stephen Wood, that guy eats oh, four yeah, pounds Stephen of beef for dinner. Oh, yeah, Stephen Wood. Yeah, he eats hot dogs. Okay, and so Stephen and Sean are certainly in the conversation for it. Stephen, producer, Matt Peck from the Bull Show, and Sean from the White Sox Show. So that's three. Uh, and then uh, who else? I mean, I'd do it if we couldn't get anyone else. But <laughs> All right, so Joey's like on – he's coming off the Greg bench. I think Greg from Blackhawks might be willing to do it. He's up for almost things. No, he wouldn't. He wouldn't I don't do know it. about that. Yeah, Greg wouldn't do it. Yeah, uh, maybe Jay would Jay do it? Well, he is the food guy. Jay's the food guy. He's the food guy. Shout out to the I'm Fat podcast. I love his TikToks. Uh, uh, did we get Hogue to do it? I don't what think about Moriano. Moriano, wait, not healthy enough. Correct. <laughs> Can't do that. You don't think he'd just do it just for the sake of trying? Maybe it? Lawrence would do it. Lawrence, if yeah. if it was uh, a good IPA, Lawrence would be willing to do it. Right. Right. And like a nice hot dog. Moon Man, if it was Moon Man, he'd be willing to do the challenge. I'd do it for Moon Man. You would do it for Moon Man. Hell yeah. Huh. Yeah. This might be something we work on here for a little content. Maybe, uh, you, think, you think we could get like the entire network? Like, let's get some people out in Denver and Phoenix to do oh, it. Oh, I know we could get some people at CHG. <laughs> I mean, the, the DNVR guys will do it. They love Malort. Ugh. Oh, yeah. If I, they're I willing to drink Malort, like they yeah. drink Malort. They'll, they'll drink a beer through a hot dog. That's going to be a no for me, dog. <laughs> That's going to be a no for me. And uh, Phoenix, you know how damn hot it is there? I'd drink uh, anything through a hot dog. Whatever and, it is, if it's a liquid, you're drinking it. And you know those people out in Arizona are kind of crazy. In the desert, the heat? Yeah. The heat would make me All crazy. the dust up your nose there? Yeah, yeah. Although I would like to go there for spring training. Same. Hello. Let's get a sign that says, we'd like to go to spring training. Show it to all our bosses. Thank you. Uh, what about, what's some other comments are we missing? They're saying some of the, the PHNX Suns guys would yeah, do it. Yeah, okay. Jay would do it. Uh, that's what Lil Yumper says. Uh, Jay might do it. Uh, Jesse, Jesse Friedman, he's from PHNX. He says, please don't rope PHNX into this. We don't like nasty things. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to do it and you're going to like it, Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> Jesse, it's all for the company. 
we're not trashing our Phoenix friends. That said, I will not be partaking. You think the Phoenix people are tuning in because of that that video I put out saying that we're the first international podcast? It could be. <laughs> Which it was a joke. <laughs> and everyone took it seriously. Matt Farrington says grilled or steamed hot dogs. It would have to be steamed, wouldn't it? The, the grilled ones would shrivel up too much. You wouldn't be able to get the straw through. If we were eating them grilled but oh 100 for this type of challenge i think steamed works a lot i gotta better. tell you where we, sh- we can do it wiener circle set this baby up oh man Didn't had we... the dnvr sure, guys love, come straight from serbia back. they can straight from serbia they come right to the wiener circle yeah they probably got to fly through o'hare to get back to dnvr absolutely just an idea. We're just coming up with all these. Yeah, one hit. We had one hit tonight. All these ideas. We had one hit. We had one hit, and that's why we're talking about people putting straws in their hot dogs and why I sat here and slandered uh, two of the, you know, so-called greatest Cardinals of all time for like 20 minutes. So, uh, Did you see that, uh, anyway. Pat? I, you know, I hope you heard at the end of the broadcast, but Pat Did Foley's going to do game two tomorrow. Cool. That's something to look forward to. Yeah, I'm okay. We'll, we'll have post-game show after game I, two tomorrow, I, I by the won't way. fake it. Like, I've never, I've never been a hockey guy. I'm not I'm – yeah. like, I, I have nothing against But you know Hawks, Pat Foley's voice. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. You, I know if he's – you watched any hockey, you've heard Pat Foley call a, a goal. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like, I know he's a legend. Sure. Right? Like, I, I've, I understand that. I just – I'm letting everyone know now that – when he calls the game, it's not going to hit me like it's going to hit sure. people who like the Blackhawks. Diehard Cubs fan. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, sure. People who grew, who've listened to him for years. So, But it is exciting just because when I do think about it, we're going to have two legendary Pats in the, in the Wrigley, Field, Wrigley Field broadcast booth tomorrow. I'm curious how many just Chicago fans will tune in just to hear it because they know they won't hear him do hockey again. There's a lot of people that think are not be happy soupy. that he's not doing hockey, obviously. Yeah. Do you think people will be super judgmental in terms of, like, how he does? I don't think so. I mean, I would hope not. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, he's a broadcaster, but it's not his main sport. Right. I know he loves baseball, so I expect him to be pretty good at it. Um, right. And he's a legend, so I'm sure he's going to be pretty good at it. But I – boy, I would hope you would cut him some slack. Right. Yeah. I mean, again, I you know how people are when it comes to broadcasters. I no, I, 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 I would hope that you would give Pat Foley some slack. Yeah, cut him a few, you know. Right, it's pretty cool that he's going to do it. Like, yeah, I think it'll be fun. Yeah, he said it's a, like a lifetime dream, so it'll be it kind of. And he's a Cubs fan too. I just said that he should be nice. the game should start at tree turdy tree, <laughs> in go. a turd. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, he does that. Yeah. Happy humans. We'll be looking for a lot of happy humans. I'm wondering. If Eddie Olchek will check in during the broadcast, I kind of, mm-hmm. I kind of have this gut feeling that Eddie O will somehow make an appearance on the broadcast. Whether that's if it's not in person, I could see Eddie. You know, both yeah. both gone from the Blackhawks for next year, and so I, I don't know. We'll see. Um, uh, Jesse ha- asks a question related to broadcast. Um, he says, if you are fishing for other things to talk about, how do you like Bo- John Chomby? Boog Chomby, whatever. Uh, yeah. yeah, we talked about it a little bit before. He's been fine. I think that people will like him a lot more whenever he has a big call and a big game and a game that yeah, matters sure. and stuff like that. And so. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't had, like, chances to call iconic games or memory. Like, it, Morell's home run. Yeah, Morell's home run. But going back to it now, I can't remember if he was on that game. 
Like that's one of the tricky <laughs> things. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like that's yeah. one of the tricky things because, about the way they yeah. do it. You need some consistency too, just to get him. Well, that's what I'm know, saying. Right, like yeah. I, I think he called that game, but I don't remember it necessarily. Time. Specifically, who was on the call? Right. Um. I. I. He did. I remember we were talking about how is he going to what's going to be the call on Seiya Suzuki's first home run. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. And everyone's like going to want like yeah. No, I get what you're saying. Anyways, uh, hey, if you enjoy CHGO, one way to continue to help us grow is to download the PointsBet app. Use the Absolutely. code CHGO when you sign up. Not only do you get those two risk-free bets up to two grand, but if you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you get a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content. You even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. Swag. This is not a Cardinal shirt. This is like a Bulls script. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um any questions out there, email pointsbet at allchgo.com, and we'll help you out in case you missed it. Online sign-up available in Illinois. You can download the PointsBet app right now. Register your account start to finish from your phone. You'll be signing up with the fastest sports book, and it's easier than ever, so you can start living your bet life in seconds. So what are you waiting for once the game starts? Don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. I saw that uh, we talked in pregame. I saw you um, met Mr. Christopher Morell. Yeah, I met Christopher Morell today. Uh, you know, said well. If, you're, if you didn't listen to pregame, sorry if I'm going to repeat. Not everybody it to was you. there for the pregame, but yeah, obvious shirts. Uh, my my good friend Joe Johnson. Shout out to him. Uh, you know, I love supporting them because they are a uh, you know they're they're a family owned business, right? They built their way up. They're, they've become part of Cubs culture. Um, so, whenever I learned that Christopher Morell was doing like a fan sighting uh, today, I decided to head up there and do that. So, um, anyway, super cool dude for the you know minute that I minute or two that I stood there, told him, uh, "Hey, you hit a homer on my birthday." Um, yeah. It was a really special moment for me because like how special it was for you, but I'm 31 and saying that is weird to you considering you're like 23. I'm but disappointed just, just in myself for not being there with a camera capturing you saying that to him so we could have clipped it off as some sort of internet magic. Yeah, right? Like, I know it's a little awkward. I'm 31 and you're 23, but well, made my life. Many, you know, I'm like I <laughs> one of the things on the internet, and this is why sometimes I hate the internet, is like a lot of people online think it's weird if you're like, old and wear like player jerseys still like you know what i mean like like if i were to buy like if i were to buy a morel jersey and considering i'm 31 and he's 23 like people i've i've read tweets and and comment sections about this type of thing oh, where, it, where it people gets, where people like yeah. put that down and like and as in some frame i kind of get it because like you're 31 years old and you're rooting for like a 23 year old kid or whatever that's not your kid right and so like again i get it from a certain standpoint but it's like we're talking about professional sports here like i don't know oh, i think man. it's different i know people get bent out of shape out there like i'm a grown man i'm not wearing another grown man's name on the back of my yeah, like yeah, yeah. you know what if that's how you feel then you don't have to wear it but right. you shouldn't I, give a I don't, fucking shit i don't own any jerseys like yeah. i don't own any jerseys but i i don't look down on anybody that oh. buys a jersey i don't care money. if you go out Spend and see a zobrist i don't care if you go out and see a a Jason Kendall jersey at Wrigley. <laughs> while, while it might be funny to see that someone's still wearing a Jason Kendall jersey, it doesn't bother me. Like, 
we have, we have way bigger problems in society than people wearing jerseys. It's just people enjoy it. It's fun. It's right. harmless. It's not hurting anybody. Like, what what are we all getting so upset about? Absolutely, I, like, I'm with you. Right, I'm with you. I just like I don't know. I simmer I down now. I also was wondering, like you know, as him being a 23 year old, and then you see like these other these the different age groups coming. Him, like yeah. yeah, like and that's basically what I was trying to say is like I don't want this to be weird for you because like I'm saying that this was such a cool moment that this hat like you hitting that homer in your very first at bat on my right. birthday like. And you don't even know me. Like, I, like that's basically the point. Is like, I just didn't want him to feel weird about it. But he was super right. cool, like I said. Well, you didn't. You weren't like, also, I sleep in your jersey. Now, that, that would have made things <laughs> I a love more you. uncomfortable. I love you, Mr. Morrell. Thank you. you. I think like, okay, <laughs> I don't know you. Yeah, yeah. We have not met. But. but and again, you gave him the proper gentleman's handshake. Absolutely. There was, there was no uh, grasp. It was just a single handshake and a hand on the shoulder. Not a pull, not a grab. There was there was no concern for COVID. It was everybody had hand sanitizer. Yeah, it was fun. It was, it was a very was nice very, handshake. There was yeah. no, despite the fact that he's very into hugs. You did not hug him. We did not hug it out. It was one of those like I gave him the the, the hand, and I put my other hand like, like you know we went in with like the you know. I don't know how else to say it. Yeah. I am really went for the solid handshake. Great, and, great, great visual moment here. Bad and then, audio. And then you gave, him the, you gave him the, the pat podcast. with the left hand. You gave him the pat on the shoulder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and gave him like you know the old you know the old slap on the back of the the left shoulder there, and like you know you didn't alligator arm it. You didn't shorthand it nah, so that nah, like nah. you only shook your fingers. Yeah, which is uncomfortable. Nah, it was you know very firm. So uh, yeah, it was cool. And uh, again. Obvious shirts, I, I feel like, you know, that's the second one they did. They did it with Contreras. They did one with, uh, now with Morel. So, who knows? Maybe they'll do another one before the end of the year. They've done something with Hap, haven't they, with his coffee, too? Oh, yeah. I feel yeah. like he's been yeah, over there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Probably a lot, no? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they, they didn't do, like, a signing thing, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, they. Right. He's just been over there. And he, did, he took some pictures with fans once. But. I feel like anyway. if they would have had a VR one, you might have made your way over there. Absolutely not. <laughs> I don't think anyone would have came if Jonathan VR, VR was there. No, you Nothing know what? against him. That's not fair. We thought it was a good signing. I did. Thought it yeah. was a decent signing in the offseason. I thought it was. He was just done. I thought it was a fine, a fine signing done. at the time. And then, yeah, he just he's, he fell apart. And that's what happens. Speaking of Jonathan VR, the only, uh, I think, he had a two and a half F war with the Mets last year. And for the oh. last nine years, the highest F war that Albert Pujols has had is a two point seven. So, hmm. take that for what you will. All right, guess who's ready? The man, Mister Ryan Herrera, joining us from Wrigley Field. Ryan, you missed the ran. He's got his Mizzou uh, uh, hat on. Back. Before before we get into Ryan here, Nick G said someone did peep a Felix PA jersey the other day at Wrigley. I just want to say I've got a game worn. Felix PA batting glove in my room, and also a Rob Bowen batting glove. If everyone remembers him, he was a journeyman catcher. I think wow. he played for the A's and then like a year for the Cubs. Probably the two most random Cubs I can remember. But you know, you're never going to know the day where you see a Felix PA come up on the comment section. So I always wonder when I see legend. those jerseys. First of all, I don't judge somebody because somebody paid good money for it, and you know they can't afford another jersey. So they're like, I'm wearing my Cubs jersey. Totally fine with me. Like, don't care. 
Number two, they might have a great sense of humor, and so that's my, why they might be wearing the Felix PA jersey. Also yeah. funny. Yeah. I, or it could in be a his season sister. Like this, in a season like this, it's always the best time to wear, like, those random jerseys. If you have a Felix PA jersey in the back of the closet, this is the perfect year to pull it out. That's how you make friends. That's how you go to baseball games by yourself and make friends in the left field like I did yesterday. <laughs> uh, Ryan, I guess the big – I don't know what – there's several stories that you had coming out before the game and during the game. The Hendricks news is pretty big news, right? Like, we, we know he's not pitching, and the MRI actually showed something, huh? Yeah, yeah. No, I had like um, – was it – I can't remember the – there's like a tear in the shoulder. It's not anything that's going to need surgery. Um, but it, it, it is still like, I think he said it was like halfway healed or something like that. Um, so it is, I think it basically confirmed like not, you know, the season's over, um, kind of not turn the page, but just, just get himself ready for, um, next year for 2023, which is, uh, you know, last year of his contract. So it's a pretty critical year for him. Um, but yeah, no, it's, yeah, I was, I was kind of disappointing, especially for a guy, you know, uh, we'll do 2021 had that like good stretch, but then ended it like just really bad, um, up and down for most of the year this year. And then, um, it, what turned into, Hey, maybe he can pitch again in September turn into oh, he's, he's pretty much just done for the year. Um, yeah, that's, that's where it is. Just focusing on, on getting healthy, recovering for 2023. Uh, I know he said he, uh, he talked about getting, having his throwing program and wanted to hit that, pretty quickly going into the off season. So it really is just about what, um, how well he can recover over this last six months before the year. And he said he wants to at least be throwing by the end of the year, but that um, just kind of remains to be seen on how things, how his recovery goes. Uh, but yeah, that's, uh, that's where uh, everything kind of stands with Kyle Hendricks. Well, it'd be see, interesting to see how much the Cubs count on him or what, what value they put on how dependable he will be next year in a Cubs uniform. Like, where, what do they do with the rotation based on the fact that now you know he's had a tear in the capsule and he didn't have his greatest season this year. He's getting older. Um, you know, can you go – I personally don't think he can go into the season saying he's a one, two, or three. You've said, Cody, you, you don't think he can go any higher than a five next year. Yeah. Because I, whatever you get out of him is hopefully a, a great bonus. Yeah, uh, that's basically where it's at. Like, I just don't think you can go into next year with and 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 you know bank on him to give you thirty starts. And I, it sucks to say that to me. For me, I I love the guy. He was yeah. one of my favorite Cubs ever. Uh, you know, we're talking about Cubs Cardinals today. I still remember when he threw the Maddox against the Cardinals a few years ago. Like, <laughs> we're talking about a guy who's never thrown harder than ninety miles per hour. Uh, in his career, and he's carved out like a very solid one. People, you know, compare him to, to you know, to a poor man's Greg Maddox. Clearly, it hasn't put up, you know, the the type of career of Greg Maddox. But like, he's similar type to Greg Maddox. Like, yeah, I'd, I'd love for him to come back and like be something, be be like what we saw in yeah. twenty twenty, or you know, even eighteen nineteen, seventeen, eighteen nineteen. You know what I mean? But with all the pitching that the Cubs have coming up, like, I just. I just, I honestly would rather see what those guys can do more so than hope that Kyle Hendricks can give you 30 starts. But again, no, you know, to I, the flip side of that, like he has experience and he's got veteran leadership, and uh, you know, as, as a part of he can help those young guys grow. 
Like, so I'm just very eh about it. I don't really have a full-on opinion. I, I just, I do, like, I don't want the Cubs to just cut them. I just. No, no, there's, there's. I just don't I know. Disagree what, with that. I disagree. There's still value there. I, what were you going to yeah. say, Ryan? I would say, I think, and we talked about this last week, Cody. I think this might have been one of the ones that Luke met, that Luke was, was out. Um, I think, I think that's when we talked with Corey or Kevin, but. I don't. I I think Kyle Hendricks is as long as he goes into twenty twenty three healthy, he he's earned the the right to be in the rotation to start the season. He's been a good pitcher for most of his career. Last couple of years have, have sucked, especially with injury stuff. Um, but he's he's a guy, you know, a World Series champion next year. Um, they are going to be still relying on, on some young arms and Justin Steele and Keegan Thompson. Even if, if they don't get another uh, a front line starter, that's another. Uh, another young arm that probably is going to come up and like a Caleb Killian or a Hayden Wisniewski. So it's like, you know, I don't, I don't think he's an ace anymore. I don't think two, three might be pushing it four even. Uh, but I think just what Kyle Hendricks done in his career, he's, he's, as long as he's healthy again, like he, he deserves and has, has earned the right to be a rotation person to, you know, a rotation pitcher to start the year, whether that lasts, however long it might last, that's a different story. But um, if he, if he can get to, Opening day, twenty twenty three, healthy. Like I, I think he, he's got to be in the rotation. And I'll take that one step further, Cody and Ryan. Let's say the rotation is includes Steele, Keegan Thompson, Marcus Stroman, Hendricks, and let's say they go out and get a free agent. Okay, and then all those other guys are filtering in throughout the season slowly, wherever they start to come into the team, killing whoever it might be. Would you still give the opening day start at Wrigley or on an opening day or home opener to to Kyle Hendricks? Who would you be, who would host the first? Who would throw the first game at Wrigley Field for you? I still might let him be my opening day starter. I don't know. And I'm not saying that's because he's going to be their best pitcher, but he would have earned it more than any of those other guys. I guess. Who else I'd, would you give uh, it to? Uh, Strowman? I, I think, I think Steele is, is making his way to that, maybe that, Steel. that type of level. I, I think that's an argument for – Strowman. Everyone likes to I get I think it depends how the, that, how the rest of the – like if Steele – Steele's been so good in the, in the post-All-Star break. If he yeah. finishes this season like he has, I, I think he'll be in the conversation. Strowman obviously as well just because they went out and spent a lot of money on him. There's also like – who knows who the – you know – they go and spend some money on, yeah. on uh, if you go and might get me strolling. Jacob deGrom, I want Jacob deGrom starting game one at, or the very first game at Wrigley Field. <laughs> but I think it's more likely to be <laughs> Strowman than it would be right to now. be Hendrick, uh, yeah. more likely to be than Steele, just because of in the yeah. league longer. Yeah. I, it is. I mean, yeah, also, we'll I, I wasn't yeah, even saying that I don't want. Looks like too. Yeah. I wasn't even saying that I don't want Kyle Hendricks to not I don't want him to be in the rotation I, I could very easily see him be in the rotation at the beginning of the year I just I just don't know if he'll make it to the end and I don't know if I want him to make it to the end because again like if things don't go well and he is inconsistent like he was this year before the injury on top of 2021 it's like, when do you get to a point where you have to see what you got with another guy again? And that, again, that's not me saying that I think the Cubs are going to be bad next year, but like, what if they are good, but he's not good? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how long is the leash? If he's healthy, yeah. sure. Starting rotation, 
beginning of the year. But all I'm saying is I don't have confidence in 30 starts next year. I, I just don't. Well, all I'm saying is is if he comes to, if he comes to spring training next year with a with a developed slider, you heard oh, it here oh, first. Yeah. Uh-huh. For, me and, for me and Brendan, you heard it from us first. Yes, yes. So yeah. I'm saying if, if the pitch he, doctors, then we then we can like like push that article and talk about oh, how yeah. we how you guys wrote that like a year in advance and like how we just <laughs> we we have we are on top of analytics at this at this office. Oh, yeah. Uh, 100%. I saw Brennan Davis to South Bend, Alexander Canario to AAA. What was kind of the chatter about those two guys? I would assume pregame, right? Like, I mean, Canario's second in the minors in all of minor league baseball in home runs, 31. Yeah, 31 home runs up going into today. Um, you know, it's it was we, we talked to, to president of vice president of uh, player development, Jared Banner, today uh, about both of them, um, Brennan. Uh, is playing for South Bend tomorrow. Um, you know, the, the Arizona Complex League season ends tomorrow, I think. So it kind of makes some sense to just kind of get him get him out the, to South Bend. Um, he said that he wanted to – the, the Cubs want Brennan Davis to kind of get – especially, you know, one example is with the pitch clock to kind of get back into an environment that's similar to AAA, uh, but isn't just throwing him right back into AAA, which kind of is where – um south bend is because i don't i don't believe the arizona complex league has the pitch clock um but south bend obviously does um so just getting him there um you know kind of getting getting him more of a triple a like environment without just throwing him right in there is is kind of where it's at for brendan um yeah brendan davis they don't think that brendan is going to be there for long term i think they they really want to get him up up back to triple a um Banner, Jared Banner said in short order, but uh, that mean, that could mean next week. That could mean in a few days from now. So um, that's kind of what we'll kind of just wait wait to wait to see what that happens. But he is gonna uh, gonna play for South Bend tomorrow. Uh, so there's that. Um, and you, you mentioned Canario. Um, so he moved up to AAA. Uh, like you, you mentioned, he's the, the power. I feel like every day on Twitter we kind of see him see a highlight of him hitting a home run or something crazy. Um, but from this is from Jared Banner. Um, obviously, the power jumps out. His quotes, obviously, the power jumps out to you. That's what you read about on Twitter all the time. But I think it's his ability to cut down on strikeouts during the season this year. It stood out to us. When you see that maturity at the plate develop, that's when it's time to give a guy a reward for that. That's what moving to AAA is. Um, so, just, yeah, that power surge, but just, you know, lessening his strikeout rate or putting the ball in play more. Um, it's just kind of – it seems like it's gotten to the point where uh, Alexander Canario is – he's past double-A double pitching. Like, it's time for him to get – to just move up and, and see what he can do at the triple-A level. Um, there is kind of a quad or log jam or whatever you want to call it of, of outfielders down at that level. But um, I also think that's kind of just like a good problem to have as far as if you have – Good players, it's better than having no good players, right? So that, that's a that's a better problem to have than, than the other way around. Um, I did I did kind of ask. Uh, I saw it floating around on Twitter. Um, this him getting promoted to Triple A does not mean Pete Crow Armstrong is going to be promoted to to Double A anytime soon. So in case anyone was wondering, that's that is okay. just let's set the record straight. That is not that that they don't seem but like the cult- they're connected. But they did not rule out Brennan Davis 
catching a cup of coffee at the end of the season at Wrigley Field, did they? Um, or, or how did you interpret what was said there? Because I, I've read the quotes and I've seen it sort of interpreted a couple different ways. Like, how did you take what was said about Brendan Davis? Do you think, do you think he will get a shot? If everything goes well, do you think he would get a shot the last seven games of the season after Iowa's done? Um, I mean, I didn't read it as in like, oh, they're not, I don't, I, I didn't read it as in they're not ruling it out. I don't, that, that just kind of all depends on, on how quickly he kind of moves back as if he takes another week and a half to move up to AAA, which I don't think he will. Like that kind of sets him back a while and he's still got to do all this AAA stuff and then, then can find, I mean, I don't, I don't know that I see it. I mean, I guess I could see a scenario where that's a possibility. Um, just based on how quickly he's kind of moved through this recovery, like kind of surprising everyone. Uh, like that's a good, you know, good for him. He's already back in high A. And if he's back in triple A by, you know, before the end of the month, like that's, that's pretty good. Um, so I can definitely see a scenario where that is, but I mean, I know like we talked about, I think Jed kind of ruled it out himself a couple weeks ago on 670 on the interview with 670. Um, I'd, I'd probably still lean that no. I'd probably lean that way just based on everything we've heard. But I guess you never really do know until it kind of gets to the end of the season that he hasn't played at all in the major leagues. I guess we'll, we'll find out in six weeks, but I'm, I'm going to lean towards no. Uh, Pat Foley has to get ready to know a lot about Javier Assad for game two tomorrow. Mm. Looks like he's going to be the game two start instead of Killian. Uh, what do you guys hope to see from this guy? I mean, I was... I I would love to see a Matt Schwarmer like performance All right. uh, in his major league debut against the Cardinals a couple months ago. Uh yeah. but I don't I genuinely don't know enough about the guy to tell you what to what I should believe. But it, I will say this, twenty five years old, you know, two point six six ERA between double A and triple A this year. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, we'll see. Friend of the show, Greg Huss, uh, says that he, here's where he ranks among the prospects in the Cubs system this year with at least 50 innings. First in innings pitched, fourth in ERA, 11th in base on balls percentage, and fifth in strikeouts. All right. So, I mean, we, we've had a lot of talk about how great the pitching is in the Cubs farm system. Mm-hmm. It's true. Here's a guy who the numbers tell you has actually done as well as anybody. Yeah. Or at least yeah. near the top. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of uh, interested in seeing. Oh, sorry, I'm interested in seeing just kind of, uh, his strikeout rate has gone up this year uh, mm-hmm. at Double A and Triple A. Uh, it was like seven something last season, seven one six, um, and now it's up combined from Double A Triple A's in the nines. So um, you know, added some stuff there. Obviously, a little more swing and miss. Um, so that, I mean, that's just another arm that you kind of heard about. You get some reports about from the minor leagues and we talk about the, you know, this, in, you know, this improvement in the minor league pitching department. Um, and this is another guy that can kind of show that that's, you know, legitimate, like that he can come up, if he can come up, have some success, like that's obviously a good sign for some of the things to come because he's not like the top pitching prospect or the most hyped up pitching prospect. That's, I mean, you have Killian there, Hayden Wesneski, Bain, Ben Brown, like all these different other arms that are, definitely kind of on more people's radars but if he can come up and have some success like that's 
again, it's another kind of little success story for for this turnaround in the pitching pitching, pitching development in the minor leagues. I think um, I know Jared Banner kind of uh, you know mentioned his command, raised his ceiling a little bit this year, added some velocity, changes speeds well. Um, so that you know that's I, th- I think that's what they're looking forward to seeing. Obviously, giving him that shot. Um, we don't know anything about Wesneski this this week. Potentially Wednesday, I've seen that rumor. Um, but yeah, no, tomorrow, oh, Javier Assad. It wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't, no. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's Wednesday remains to be seen, but tomorrow is obviously Javier Assad. Uh, I think that should be, that should be a good, uh, a good game to pay attention to another young arm that's kind of on the rise in the system. Uh, before we go here real quick, uh, let's take a look at who you got, who we picked. And this was one of the most boring who you got of all time mm-hmm. since the Cubs had one hit. It was Christopher Morrell's triple <laughs> and everybody else was, <sighs> I mean, if someone had taken Drew Smiley, I would have said you get the win. A Morrell's triple, I guess I, we would have had to say you get the win, but I had Horner over Madrigal over. Hap Ofer. Yep. Well, we all got to take the loss on this one. Nobody wins yeah. tonight. Honestly, I would have. If someone took Saya, I would have said he got the win because he smacked both those balls. And yeah, he just missed like, two home runs. Yeah, one one went the same distance with the higher exit velocity, higher launch angle, and the other was like a lot better hit than Pujols home run. But Pujols just hit it in the one spot that it went out, and, and Saya didn't. So I would have. But yeah, no, I agree. It's. It, it was a it was a, a table owl today, and and finally, hours. Ryan, would you be willing to drink beer through an empty hot dog? Mm-mm, mm-mm. No, no, you're I, out on uh, that. We were about that. No, we were talking about in the press box. I think I'm not, you know I'm no lawyer or, or, or lawmaker, but I think it's like automatic five year minimum prison sentence for drinking a beer through a hot dog. I think that was unbelievable. Calendar probably do it, but. All right, all right, you're out of the mix then yeah. for that. We'll have to count on uh, Sean. Sean Peck. Sean will do it. We're trying to figure out who could do like a Kobayashi-type contest. Yeah. Most beers through an empty hot dog. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll let Sean and Peck take care of that then. That's, that will it'll be a no for me. All right, sounds good. Let's do this again tomorrow. Cubs and Cardinals will play now games two and three of a five-game series. Doubleheader tomorrow. Uh, we'll be back for post-game show right after the second game, so after the yeah. Pat Foley game at night, and we'll recap kind of the whole day and what we know. And you're going to be at the ballpark, right, Ryan? That will be. That will be a long day. Ryan's ready for a long day at the ballpark. Uh, well, to update for Oh, a quick update. <laughs> no, I was just, I was going to say I, that's why I'm happy that we had this like two hour and like ten minute game or whatever. Yeah, like, they have a doubleheader tomorrow, so it's like these teams were the heroes weren't the heroes we deserved. They were the heroes we needed. Get me out of here quickly! I can go to sleep, go to sleep a little earlier. This was the classic Stucky game. This was, it was oh, if there was any positive. If we were if we were really going to spin zone this game and not sit here and talk about how much of a fraud Yadi Molina was for 25 minutes. We would have been talking about how this was the greatest game ever played because it was under two and a half hours. Yeah, if you're going to lose to the Cardinals, you might as well lose one to nothing in less than three hours. <laughs> might as well. I mean, get it over with. But with that said, Yadi Molina is hitting 188 since he blocked me on Instagram. Good night. And that is a wrap for the CHGO Cubs postgame show podcast presented by PointsBet. Use that promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to 2000 bucks. 
Have a great night. We'll see you back here after Game 2 on Tuesday.